Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Infendo Radio. In today's episode, our hosts discuss their first impressions of the newly released Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And now, here are your hosts, Mike, Steve, and Lucas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. I am your host for tonight, Professor Mike, who is also secretly... I'm a Team Skull admin, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, God. With us, with me tonight, we have... Let's Snuggle Together Forever Z-Move Special, Lucas Termini. That was weird. Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm alive. So's the, the move. Have you I, seen it? I know it's an it's an attack, but it's, who's gonna who's gonna get that? It's um, Mimikyu. It's yeah, Pokemon. They're gonna yeah, get it. yeah. I'm I'm a person. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm excited to play Pokemon. I'm excited to talk Pokemon. That's a thing. All right, and we have our resident won't stay in the fucking bag, <laughs> Steve Peacock. How you doing, Peacock? You. Does anybody else find it ironic that Lucas loves Mimikyu, who's mimicking Pikachu, which is my favorite Pokemon, yet his Twitter handle is Mike the Parrot? Ironic or extremely nerdy and complicated? It's a See? very long, very long circle. But uh, How's that for an intro? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eugene. Oh, this is going to be awful. Uh, not our greatest, but Eugene's going to get on and he's going to shut us down. <laughs> so tonight, it is November 17th, if you're listening live. Uh, I'm not sure how many listeners we have. Who do we have tonight? Three people watching, and I'm one of them. So well, we got Phantom. Yep. It is Pokemon Sun and Moon Ultra Sun and Moon. Uh, podcast launch night. Um, it's still a launch day for me. I've been playing all of an hour. I've, <laughs> I've really had a rough time getting this game going. I've had a lot of stuff to do today. But thankfully, we have Lucas over here who has done a lot of stuff. But before we get into that, before we get into what we've been playing, let's have a little throwback round from our old Nintendo Fever days of Who Is That Pokemon? And Steve, since you are the resident Nintendo Radio um, uh, guy in the Hangout tonight, you're in control. Let's let you go first. You have your Pokemon ready and your hints. My Pokemon is ready. So... Give us, a, so, give us some hints, and let's see if we can get it. And whoever gets it first it, gets a point. Yeah, it's a Pokemon guessing game. That's what we're, that's what we're starting with. If you, if you haven't listened to Nintendo Fever, Nintendo Fever before, this is uh, Nintendo's basically, but for Pokemon. And we all have three Pokemon we're going to guess scattered throughout the show. And we're going to see who gets them right. There's no no real point to winning, but you get a pat on the back. So, yeah. Steve, take, us, take it away. Who do you have? So, I have... That's what you're supposed to tell me. Um... He is from the Kalos region. Fuck. <laughs> That's Gen 5, right? Gen 6. Yeah. Gen 6. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's Gen 6. He is. What do you, what do you guys want to know next? Can you give type. us a type? Okay. Um, he's a dual type Pokemon. He is a dark psychic Pokemon. Uh, uh, mine. Mine. He's not from Gen Six. Dark Sight. Is it Ink? Is it Inke or the Inke Evolution? Yep, it is. Damn it! I just fucking caught one of those. It's so predictable. <laughs> I love it. 
okay. Well, Lucas, you you are up on the board, and also you get to go next. So tell us. All right. Who is that right. Pokemon? Um, my choice is a dual type Pokemon. I'm not going to give you the types yet because I think that kind of gave it away for Steve. Um, I will say it is from Generation. Oh, geez, do I not remember the generation? Uh, it's from Sinnoh. That was Gen Four, right? Yes. Okay. Um, it is an evolved Pokemon, fully evolved. It had one prior stage. Lucario. Um, nope. Uh, one of the types is flying type. Uh, ooh, is it? Uh, no. What was his name? Is it Tal? No, Talonflame. Mindfu isn't. No, Talonflame was Gen Five. It's Mind neither of those. Fuck. Uh, hmm. One of its abilities is aftermath. The other is unburden. Oh, uh, is Gen it that... Four. He wasn't. Um, no, Braviary was Gen Five. Is it Drifloom or his evolution? Yeah, it's Drifloom. What, the, yeah. Damn. Well done. And the Pokemon professor is not doing too well right now. <laughs> as soon as you said unburden, I'm like, there it is. I know this one. So now the question is, which one of us is going to steal Mike's point? All right. Who is that Pokemon? I have a Gen 2 Pokemon. All right. Okay. Luke Giraffe and No. Okay. Home improvement. Um, <laughs> you're right. It, it is It is a Tim, uh, Allen. Tim Allen Mon. You're right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. What kind of hint do you guys want? Type or... Well, no, let's not do types. Evolution. Is it, a, is it evolved or is it a basic? Um, It doesn't have any evolutions. Okay. Smirkle? Nope. Unknown? Nope. Is it a legendary? It is not. It is a... I feel like I just... It is an, so envir water? an environmental Pokemon. It's mm -hmm. cast form. That's Gen 3. God damn it. He's like, um, too, huh? What can you give us another hint, like the color of its body or something? Um, it's a dual colored Pokemon. <laughs> and it's not Sudowoodo. How would you describe its shape? Or could you give us one of the types? <laughs> um, it is a water type. Meryl? He said it doesn't or, evolve. Or is there, oh no. Um, let, me, let me see if I can pull up the uh, the cry. Let's see if I can do that. Yeah, we we need some more hints here. Does it have a baby form? Oh, no. no. There, there is no evolution at all. Okay, so it is the only one of its chain. Gen 2. <clears throat> Gen 2 okay. water. Is it... Oh, God. Corsola. There you go. Oh. I know my Pokemon. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, because you got cast. <laughs> you are truly Pokemon. You are truly the champion. <laughs> Actually, we all have one. No, Steve has two points. Never mind. Okay, Steve is winning right now, but we're gonna go back to that like at halftime because we actually get to talk about. So, stuff now, right? so in other words, we need to do who's that Pokemon every week on Infendo is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that won't make us lose all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're dropping the ten tunes for who's that Pokemon guy. Sorry, I'm good with that. Uh, and there's seven hundred. There's over eight hundred Pokemon, so we'll be good for like eighty episodes to do ten Pokemon. So there's more. There's more than eight hundred and two now. Actually, I won't say how many. But... I'm, I've noticed.
So, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon Ultra Moon came out today. So, um, we've all played at least 45 minutes. I'm saying that because I've played maybe 55, because I've been <laughs> off my shit today with like work and school and making dinner and cooking and taking care of other people. But in the time we've played so far, in the, in the opening, like, how did they grab you compared to Pokemon Sun and Moon? Like, I know Sun and Moon were a... Um, oh, I've played two hours and 40 minutes. I've, like, I know Sun and Moon were like brand new, like all power, like all like, whoa, man, new generation. These po these people are like real size now, like, whoa. Like there's a cat following me around, like, and I saw so they had that newness to it, but like how does Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I like, grab you and I in the same aspect? Does it have like a similar weight to you or is it more like, oh, it's Pokemon again? It, for me, it was noticing the differences between Sun and Moon last time and Sun and Moon this time. Um, like this, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can spoil this because it's like right in the beginning. But when the Spearow attacks that uh, that little legendary Pokemon, who's Cosmog. Named it, Cosmog, thank you. Um, and rather than just having to walk up to it and, you know, get to it, you actually have to do a Pokemon battle right there. I thought two that was kind of a nice change. Was there two? Yeah, you had to fight two Spearow. Oh, that's right. Anyway, but yeah, I thought that was awesome. I'm just noticing the little differences like that in the introduction is probably yeah. what's got me. Um, I actually had the advantage of kind of like purposefully recreating my experience from a year ago when the game came out. So I had pretty much like the exact same emotional high that I had when I played the first one. Like obviously the newness wasn't there, but like I did everything from the first one. I went out with a friend at like midnight after spending the whole day hanging out. I got the game. I got home. I video called Steve. Last year I video called you, but... Like, I, I hung out with a friend and just, like, played the game. And I got, like, to the exact same point at the end of the night, like, the trainer school segment. But, um, yeah, like, I, I remember talking with Steve about how, like, it's it's brighter and, you know, just, like, the little subtle differences kind of it made it fun. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be as magical as playing the original because it's kind of the same game. Yeah, which we know. I didn't. I didn't know that going into it. Steve did assume that going into it. I thought mm -hmm. it was going to be like a full-on sequel. What were your thoughts? Like, I I had heard rumors that, like, you know, it might be, like, an alternate timeline or whatever. But, like, I, like, tried to... Because I wanted to try to capture that same newness, I guess. Like, that same kind of, like, feeling I had for Pokemon Sun and Moon. I know it wasn't going to be, like, the exact same. But I wanted to try to feel like I'm getting something different. So I wanted to, like, keep it... um. Keep it new. So I tried to block out a lot of spoilers and stuff. I didn't keep up with like all the updates of like what all this stuff is. I mean, I, I saw the fact that there were at least two new Ultra Beasts, if not more. I don't really know, but uh, and one of their names is fucking great. I love it. I'm not going to spoil it for people who haven't come in here yet and played the game. That'll be for our After Sun and Moon podcast in two months. <laughs> yeah, Eugene allowing. Yeah, well, that'll be fan. That, that'll be fan demand. But oh, clearly. like um. <laughs> Like I, I don't know. Like I'm not sure how. Like well, Steve apparently knew like what was going to be in the game, but I didn't. And I, I, I like that. And I'm starting to find out. Like in the two hours that I played so far, it's basically the same. Like minor different, like better things to it. Like oh hey, now you have to, have to fight to save Cosmog. Or like oh hey, um, fucking. It doesn't seem like there's as much hand holding so far, but maybe I could be wrong. There kind of is. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Looking great. Looking forward to that. Um, 
Yeah, my experience so far, and I, it's helping me to think about this, and I've I even talked to one of our listeners, Sky Pharaoh, on oh, our Discord about by it. By the way, but before we move on, I think before we get you out of the way, what what version did we all get? I know that's kind of an important thing, too, I feel like. Sun. Moon. Sun. Okay, that's right. I got the same one as Lucas on purpose. But um, I was just going to say, it helps me playing this game, thinking about it like when you got, you know, Pokemon Yellow for the first time, or Pokemon Crystal. Like, it's not a brand new sequel kind of game like Black 2 and White 2 was. It's more of just like a better version of the game you've already played. So like, if you if you have that opinion going into it, I think the little changes are going to make you really happy. As opposed to if you, you look at it and you're like, I was expecting so much more, you're going to be kind of disappointed. Like, we've, we've all already confirmed that there's not going to be any new Alolan forms. Like, right. we just, we heard that before we even got the game. So, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's like, a Band-Aid that you want to rip off right there at the beginning, you know? I have a feeling that most of the new stuff from the game is going to come from, like, the second half of the game or even, like, the post-game. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get a lot of new stuff at the beginning just based on where I am in the game and how little I've seen that's different. There's, there's subtle differences. There's new NPCs that do new things. And overall, it's a better, more immersive experience. But it's not like, you know, it's not going to knock you off your feet. You have to want to play this game to get anything out of it. Like, you're not going to just, like, like, sit there and let it take you away on a magical journey you've never had before. The, the way that I can... The, the way that I kind of describe this game, it's the definitive version of Sun and Moon. Yeah, exactly. It's the ultra version. Which ah. begs the question, and I'm sorry if I'm skipping, because I don't know if we actually asked this or not in our show notes that we've planned out, but um, why didn't they just make one version? Well, obviously the answer is to sell more copies and to make more money. But like, one version would have probably been a really good idea. Because then you wouldn't have had this weird kind of like confusion as to whether it's a separate game or like, you know, if they just made like Pokemon Eclipse or something similar, then, you know. Yeah, that would make, that would make more sense. Like if Pokemon <clears throat> Stars would have just been the third game, yeah. it could have, it could have been yes. this exact thing. Yeah. And like it would have been okay. It would have been, it would have been like Pokemon Crystal and Yellow and all that yeah, shit. Like, like, it's the definitive version. It's, it, it is like the final game in this trio of games. I, yeah, because like, what's what's I, the point of having two different versions? To have two different final Pokemon that you can get? To have no. day and night be a thing? Like, well, I almost wonder if they had to do it based on the mechanics of the game. Um, if you were to take Sun and Moon and combine them into stars, what do you do with those Pokemon that only evolve in Moon? Or how is Cosmog going to evolve in Pokemon stars? You find a way. Why you, not just you, make you find it? A way. Like, you, you, you why make not it just work. make it? Why not just make it so that like Pokemon that could only evolve in Moon now evolve at night, and Pokemon that only evolve in Sun evolve during the day, or something like that? Yeah, you could even you could even play with the Solar Eclipse mechanic and yeah. have it be like you know the the Solar Eclipse is happening during the day, or like every other day there's an eclipse and it's like dark right. out, so it's like or night, you know or too like um I don't want to spoil too much of Sun and Moon because even though we're a year out and this is a new game, but like. If you took like the end game mechanic where you could go to the um that that end game where you caught the legendary Pokemon yeah. and brought Cosmog and you changed you went into like the alternate like time zone world thing like you go into that all of a sudden it turns into like, like the world of Moon or the world of Sun and like you evolve certain Pokemon a certain way like it's possible I mean it might be convoluted and hard to code in but like I think they could do it or alternatively give the player a choice at the beginning say what game did that's, you play last time Sun or Moon and if you choose thinking. if 
Yeah, if you choose moon, then your game starts at night. And if you play sun, then it's the normal clock system, yeah. you know? And then, like right. Mike says, once you go to the other one, because that way you don't, you're not locked into a version at the beginning. You can choose yeah. what you want, and then when you get to the end game, you can switch it if you feel like it. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's a good point. They can, and, and, like, um, you can, Fire Emblem. and you can do that before you get to beat the game. That way, like, you can take your, uh, your uh, God, what the fuck is his name? Cosmog. And evolve him however you want to evolve him before the game make it ends. That way, it it, it, it kind of like close the gap of like what's going on. I don't know. Like um, I, get, I, I you bring up a good point too. Like um, one thing I did notice and like already indifferent. In um, when you started out Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, when you're on the first island, you're going to like the beginning first few days. That like um, like when the game still goes through like oh the next day, the next day, the next morning, like. When you played Pokemon Sun, no matter what time of day you did those things, it was still it was like it was still bright out. And then Moon, it was yeah. always dark out. And then the mom even's like, "Oh, it's dark already. Oh, yeah. how that happened?" But in this game, I come. Like, um, I'm on my second. When I did my second day, it was like 5:30, and it was already fucking like halfway dark out. And now it's like pitch black. Like they've uh, kind of fixed that in a way. It's like it's not just one time anymore until like halfway through the game. Now it's just an actual time cycle. And I like that difference. I like that they're not constricting us to like having that bright shit all the time but it allows us to catch more pokemon in different times like unlike in the last game right yeah one thing i am doing too to like help change the experience for me is um my girlfriend helped me pick what i wanted to play a character as and instead of being a typical male person i am playing pokemon ultra sun as a black girl <laughs> and then steve says i was actually just playing as a white girl just because i played as a boy in my last version so I figured I'd do a uh, play as a girl this time just to make it a little bit different myself. And weird as this is going to sound for anybody who knows how we usually play characters in video games, but I am playing as the only male. So yeah. this is Wait. like the first time in my life that I've been like the only male character in a game and everyone else has chosen female. <laughs> yeah, that's a complete change. From I'm, I'm literally just like, this is me. Old me doesn't exist anymore. This is Pokemon Sun now. Like that's we've, that's my experience. We've clearly we've crossed into the um the alternate dimension. We've gone through that that time portal or the ultra <clears throat> or the sun or what do they call the ultra rift in this game? The we, wormholes. Yeah, when you the ultra back. wormholes. That's what they. Yeah. Are. So I guess it's worth saying that that's a thing too. Um, there's like new Pokemon in like every area. So yeah. That's cool. Like it. It kind of honestly, that's my favorite thing so far. Like, I like the fact that there's, like, one or two new Pokemon in, like, every zone to find, because that makes it a little more fresh. It's not well, just like, oh, I'm at the trainer school now, I'll catch that muck that I always catch when I play Sun, and, you know. Yeah. Well, oh. and it's challenging me to play as with a different team. Like, yeah. I've, I've never played with Inke before, but I'm going to try one this time just to see how it yeah. goes. And I've never tried. And I've never tried Buneary, but I'm gonna try that. And let's let's make that our next topic. We'll skip the next one. We'll come back to it. Let's jump into the next topic. How do you feel about the different dispersing of Pokemon in this game compared to Sun and Moon? Like, there's like I, as I said, there's a Buneary on Route One. There's a Zorua in the Pokemon School. There's Inkay over by the professor's house. Yeah. yeah. And it goes on from there. Yeah, um, there's Noibats in the cave where you do your first trial, so that's really cool if you want like an early dragon Pokemon. Yeah, um, um, do, I do, love do, it. Do you find it? Yeah, well, you, obviously, you you find it better in this game that like we're getting something different and like it's not like the um, in in the last game they really pushed like get these alone Pokemon like catch all these like new Pokemon. Now it's just like okay, here's some cool Pokemon. Here's a Zorua. Here's a uh, a Noiburn. 
or a Neuvern. Like, like that. On, honestly, I kind of wish it was even more than it is. Like, I like that there's new Pokemon. That makes me happy when I'm walking into a zone I've been to before, and I'm like, oh, look at that. That's something I've never seen here before. That's a really cool feeling. I would take even more of that. Like, I would take, like, three or four new guys in every area. You know, we've got such a huge pool to choose from that... Yeah, I would, really I would take me. it, too. And I come in the last game, like, um, if you got any... if. New Pokemon were to appear in her out. You have to beat the game first, and even right. then, I come. You could still use that um, Pokedex Finder, function. yeah. Which also, those Pokemon have been updated too in the Poke Finder, so now you can get like, uh, uh, like Charmander and all them Pokemon, which is nice. Yeah, but um, like I'm, I'm liking how they're spreading. Like I'm getting this new Pokemon. They could do more. Like like Uka said, we have like a plethora, a cornucopia myriad of like any kind of Pokemon you want. Like there's eight hundred plus and you know we're getting like one or two new ones a route. And that's nice. Um do we know if there's a national dex in this game this time around? Um I, I haven't heard but I doubt it. With as similar as this game is to the last version, um I somehow doubt I think what they're gonna do if I remember reading right is make it so the national decks is exclusive to Pokemon Bank, yeah. which comes out in, at the end of the month or like next week, as I said, right. which is next week. So right. you have a, you have one week to not register transfer all eight hundred of your Pokemon over, <laughs> which but, is better actually. Remember yeah. last year we were all complaining yeah. about how it would take like yeah. five months. Yeah, at least though with this with this one you can trade directly with Sun and Moon. So if there is a Pokemon that you want to breed in your other version and at least bring it over to get you started, you can do that. Yeah, which is nice. But, yeah, that yeah. was a nice touch. Yeah. So, I, Steve, how do you feel about the whole like um, Pokemon uh, location shifting? So I was, I kind of, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but I stopped playing Pokemon. Um, I like I I beat Black, which I don't really remember very well. And I skipped Black 2 and White 2 because I just had no desire to play it whatsoever. And it was because in X and Y there was such a wide variety of Pokemon through the generations that you could catch in that game. That's what got me back into Pokemon. Um, right. And I'm kind of seeing the same thing when I play this one. Uh, just the variety of Pokemon that you can catch, especially early in the game, is keeping it really interesting. It's... Um, I don't know. Like it, it just makes me happy that I've been a fan for all these years because it's nice to see everything all in the nice new engine and not have to be, you know, post game and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Actually, was it um, like I'm having a hard time articulating myself, but I think you guys kind of see where I'm going with it. Well, it was black, black and white, wasn't it? That had only. Pokemon from that generation, and you had to actually beat the entire game, and then it unlocked a bunch of new Pokemon yes. from like every old region. Yeah, I actually thought that was really cool, because but I also really like Black Two and White or Black and White. I never yeah. played Black Two and White Two yeah. either. I liked that but, when um, they did it then, like when they did it in Sun and Moon. I'm like, no, I've I've done this shit already. Just give me the fucking Pokemon that I want, and just let me go. But in honestly, Black and, go I, I I didn't even really mind it in Sun and Moon. When I play a new version of Pokemon, I like there to be enough content for those new Pokemon to like satisfy it. Like I I, I would have liked Pokemon Bank to have been a day one thing, but I don't mind not seeing old Pokemon. But in a game like this, where you've already kind of done the new Pokemon, it's kind of fun to get some old ones that are just different, you know? 
Well, and they seem to be going for like an underused tier of Pokemon, like Pokemon that people wouldn't generally use in like tournament battles or something like that. Those seem to be the Pokemon to me that they're highlighting here. I didn't so notice we're, that. Steve is nerding out over here with all these yeah. different. <laughs> well, like, I didn't terms. notice that actually, because I've actually used most of the Pokemon that I can find so far, or I've thought about it. But um, they seem to be going with more modern Pokemon, at least. I mean, like, out of the ones that we've discovered so far, we found a Noibat, which is like Gen 5, a Zorua, which is Gen 5, um, a Inke, which is Gen 6, I think, and yeah, what was the other one? Lopunny and uh, Baniri, right. which is like Gen 4. But um, they're not, like, like, I remember when we were talking about the original game back on Nintendo Fever, we had said that um, it was mostly this generation, and then generations like 1, 2, and a little bit of 3, and maybe a couple from 4, but there wasn't really much from, like, the more modern games. And this time it seems like they're kind of filling that gap with the Pokemon that they didn't have in the original one. Right. And I'm glad, because, like, for the last two generations, we've had a lot of, like, forcing Gen 1 back on us, which is great, but, like... Like in in Gen in Gen Six, like half of, of Gen Six was Gen One. Like you go to yeah. get into like the first town. Oh, here, have another have another fucking starter Pokemon and a Megazone yeah. to go with it. And yeah. like, oh, just just go have fun. And I'll have yeah. more Kanto Pokemon. And it's like, well, I want the Kalos Pokemon. And like in this game around, it's like, okay, here's all the Gen One Pokemon, but now they're green or now they're black or now they have beards or hair, which is cool. But I mean, they're not Gen Seven Pokemon. Yeah, so I'm happy that like now we're getting like Gen Seven plus like Gen three, four, five, six. Yeah, I would agree with that. Speaking of starter Pokemon, um, my the answer to my questions in my uh, name tag here if you're on the live podcast. But who would we all pick for our starter Pokemon? I'm hoping we all pick someone different this time around because like we're all well, I know I'm playing a different kind of game with my different characters, so. I picked uh, Rowlet this time around instead of Popliok. I'm trying to be the exact mirror of what I was before. And so, Lucas, who'd you pick? I um, I consider my starter in this one actually my Rockruff, which is the downloadable Twilight Rockruff that you get. Which um, I finally I, just got right now. <laughs> I officially picked Litten just on like a whim because I didn't feel like I, I realized that you get the starter a lot earlier in this game. I didn't feel like saving, quitting, and saving, and quitting for a female Poplio because I'm picky. Um, and then I thought maybe I'll just do Rowlet again, but I knew Steve was doing Rowlet. Didn't know you were doing it, so thank God I didn't get a Rowlet. Um, and then I thought, well, Litten's cute. I hate his final form, but like, you know, I like cats, so I picked up a Litten. And then I realized, hey, I can download a Rockruff. Like, as soon as I get to the first Pokemon Center, I banked Litten, and now I've just got my Rockruff as my starter. So. I'm I'm legit kind of playing it like a Pokemon Yellow. Like I went off the beaten path. I chose something unorthodox. Nice. Yeah, and I uh, I'm even taking I'm, I'm I'm continuing the adventures of Swaggy Cat. I have named my Rowlet Swaggy Owl. Nice. Much like how my Poplio well was much like how my Poplio was a Swaggy Seal. Now I have a Swaggy Owl. And see, for me, I played the last one through as. Um, Basically, a lowland Raichu was the starter I was going for, so I caught a Pichu right off the bat and immediately banked my starter. Yeah. So this time I actually decided to go with Rowlet because my original plan for this game was to breed a ghost team to play through this entire game with. And then I got too lazy and never got it bred. So <laughs> I figured I would still go with Rowlet. That way, when I do finally form that ghost team, I'll be able to use him on the team and it'll have a little more value to it because he's the one I've played this entire game with. 
So yeah, like that's, that. wh- that's why I ended up going that route. And, and that's the thing, like, knowing what we know now about Generation 7, like, I'm really happy that my little rock rough is actually going to be, like, the Lycan rock that I end up using on, like, my online teams, assuming I end up using them. Like, right. you can you can EV and IV, like, perfect them after the fact. Nothing's set in stone anymore. So you don't have to freak out and get a starter and then end up hating it because it turns out that it doesn't work and having to kind of artificially recreate one. I like that. I, I will ask you this. Um, are you planning on keeping your starter the whole way, or are you going to kind of just switch things around and see what happens? Like, I are you know. attached I mean, I have... to this rallet at this point? or No. Hold on, my, my, I had to unplug something real quick. But um, no, I'm not entirely connected to him. Um, like right now, I'm not really connected to any of my Pokemon. I mean, I'm going to keep the ones that I like. But in terms of like, uh, sorry for whoever's watching live. I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to move right. some we, cords. We've still got your move, title. I'm trying to move cords around because my uh, laptop is dying and I need to plug some shit in. But uh, so I'm going to move some plugs. But. I mean, I want my Rallet to eventually hit to um, Decidueye, but I'm not really in a rush. I'm going to take my Rallet probably, and I'm going to keep my... I might keep my Butterfree, actually, that I'm going to get, and I'm going to try to keep my Grubbin on my team. Just let that be a thing for a while. You know, try to change it up, and I just got a uh, Zorua. I might maybe get a Zorark. I never, ever, ever use Zorark, so that might be an interesting change for me. Do I you always, think you'll? Oh, I was just gonna say I always wanted to use Zoroark, but never figured out a way to do it effectively. So, I used to have like a fun thing I used to do with my with a random Zork I had in Gen Four when I was like a or Gen whatever when I was a fun thing. I like um I would make I would have him become like a random Pokemon in my party, so I would na- I would name my Zoroark a different Pokemon. So like, <laughs> it'd be like oh. Mike is sending out Kangaskhan, and all of a sudden, Mike a fucking uh, Blastoise comes out. And I go, oh, shit, okay. That's not a Blastoise or, or, or a Kangaskhan, and you hit him. Oh, sorry, it's a Zorark. That's awesome. You, you've been triple bamboozled, friend. That's beautiful. <laughs> that sounds like a Mike thing. Oh, yeah. Do you think maybe this game will finally kind of get you into playing after the game is over? Like, do you think you'll want to, like, make a team for online, or do you think you'll pretty much just kind of drop it once you finish? Um, well, because, like, if anyone who's listened to our podcast knows that I, uh, that I don't really play post-game anymore, and I don't do a lot of Pokemon gaming after I beat the game, because there's not a lot to do, and then I get bored trying to do competitive stuff and everything, because I don't have any reason to keep playing the game. But, uh, this time around, it seems like there might be, might be, I can't really say for sure, because I don't know, um, might be some kind of post-game, and that might entice me long enough to, like, come back and, like, play the game again, and come back around and stuff. So I'm looking forward to trying and get post-game. I'm trying to um, get something positive out of this game. I, just, I spent 40 fucking dollars on a damn that's, Pokemon game again. That's not a good sign. And that kind of freaks me out a little bit, actually. Because, like, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I've already put, like, nine hours into the game. And I don't oh, I'm going to enjoy it. That. I'm going to enjoy but, it, too. But, <laughs> but, like... It's weird that, like, it's not just immediately, like, like, this is probably the closest to being just a remake of an older game without actually officially just being a remake. Like, I mean, Black 2 and White 2 are, like, full-on sequels. You know, they took place in the same world, but it was a new story, and there were new Pokemon, and, like, 
this is all, it's kind of just like, you didn't get Sun and Moon, here's your chance, but better. My Festival of Plaza is rank two, oh boy. Yay. All right, so um, speaking of Mike's Festival Plaza being rank two, how far into the game are we, are we all? Uh, I am ranked two in Festival Plaza. I am. I just started the trainer school. I've beaten two out of the four trainers in the trainer school. Um, and I don't know. I have six. Oh, how many Pokemon do I have overall? Besides my six, I have like every Pokemon that I've come across. I've captured. Oh so my six plus uh, fucking Wingle and so I have like twelve Pokemon. So again, like timeline wise, I'm about. Two and a half, maybe almost three hours into the game. I wanted to be like, like eight hours in by now, but I got, I got sidetracked today by like life and mm -hmm. wasn't fun. But you know, I got school done out of the way, so I'm having a relaxing weekend, hopefully. Um, and my follow up to this question is like, um, for everyone else to answer, answer after they tell us what their time is and how they progressed. How is your play time at this point compared or differed compared to what you've? played in the last game at the same it's like um i've put two and a half hours in so like what's my difference that i've seen in two and a half hours like lucas you've played like the whole first island already like what have you found different in the first island things like that and what i found different so far might just be maybe for me but like and what makes me really happy because of my favorite pokemon well it's not charmander but fucking <laughs> so if you play as a female and you like um start the beginning of the game fucking you get a shot of your room and there's a there's a, a a carpet on your floor and it's a fucking jigglypuff and i was just like huh. oh that's my like, shit i didn't yeah. notice that i forget like, what it i forget what it is as a guy i noticed it when i saw it but i forget what it is um i'll i'll work on getting back to my house while we're having this discussion <laughs> so i come i saw that i was like oh that's my shit like um, that made me excited like that I was like okay you got me you got me by the nads and you got me by the puffs so now i'm so, interested so, in this game I wonder if Jigglypuff is in this game. I hope. I come. I know Jigglypuff is in the last one because oh, Lucas caught me one. Yeah. But uh, so ooh, I got our I'm, kitchen. I'm only an hour and a half into the game, which is exactly where I was last year, if I remember right. Because I think I did pretty much the same thing last year. I played for a little bit right before I went to bed, and then I had every intention of getting home after work and playing before the show, and it didn't happen because, like Mike said, life. So, yeah. So that's about where I'm at. What about you, Lucas? I am at about nine hours. Um, oh my gosh! I stayed up with Steve until about two thirty. Then I stayed up for like another hour and played a little bit more. Um, and then I went into work today. My boss told me once I got there not to do any work and to just go home. So after another forty-five minute drive back home um and a refill on my gas tank i pulled out pokemon again and i figured hey let's play some pokemon before the show tonight um i will say this i don't want to spoil too much for you guys because i know you guys are kind of persnickety about that but um the pacing of the game is very much identical to what it was in the original i haven't oh, found so i'm gonna get to uh, the second island or whatever and be like super like handholdy tutorial again uh, I mean, it's pretty much the same level of like storytelling and everything. So there's going to be a lot, like like in the first island, pretty much every building you go to, somebody's there to tell you what it is and what it does and stuff. Oh, it's a poly world. That's the carpet in the boys' room. Oh, that's that's cool. why I liked I like it so cool. much. I oh, that reminds me. I, I finally got a polygraph today in Pokemon Go. I finally hatched enough polywags to get a polygraph. <laughs> Congratulations. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm on the second island. It there, I don't really have to explain anything to people who've played Sun and Moon because it's pretty much identical. There's little differences here and there. There's a subplot with the new team that's there, the like subspace dudes, the subspace emissary. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> oh god, Rob's in the fine. Uh, well, and the way that you go from island to island is a little different in this one too, um, without really getting into detail. I think if you if you know about the game from like press releases and stuff, that, and you know that, what that, that, that is. That surfing man thing. Mm -hmm. That is what it is. Yeah. Um, so like that's interesting. It's not really versatile. It's it's not really anything special. It's a mini game, but it's an optional way to go from island to island. So that's cool. Um, honestly, I'm having more fun just working on the team building stuff right now. There hasn't really been a lot of like I'm in Paniola Town, which is like the wild, wild west town, and it's kind of the same game. <laughs> there's there's subtle differences. If I had to choose to play one over the other, I would choose Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But like, there's not a lot there that's going to make you go, "Wow, that's really different." Um, I will say that there's a mechanic that has been hinted at toward me where you have to collect stickers that will eventually allow you to get a, um, a totem Pokemon, which is like the, the big boss Pokemon that you fight. Um, Professor Oak told me when I get 20 of them, I get a Gumshoes. So I'm kind of excited for that. I have like 16 stickers. They're just more collectibles around the world, kind of like the little Zygarde pieces hmm. were. Yeah. But um, so that's cool. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how a totem Pokemon plays, if he's that any different or if it's just like, you know. That'll be a fun you know, little side quest if those can be uploaded to the bank for me, collecting all the totem Pokemon. Well, and I'm curious, too, about, like, can you play with them online? Like, will that be overpowered? Like, you know, how does that work? Is it just going to be a regular gumshoes? But, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, if I can get I one, know. if I can get a totem Pokemon, I think the Fomantis is the one I want the most because I really like that grass type. But it, it, um, it wouldn't be the first time either that they've done Pokemon of different sizes either. There's yeah. that. Uh, Pumpkaboo. Ghost Pumpkaboo that was that came in five different sizes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pumpkaboo. That's right. <laughs> so um, so it's yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a lot to talk about really. Like I, I know I'm like nine hours in. I'm probably like a fourth of the way through the story, and probably like a, a one hundredth of the way through my entire playthrough of this game. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of what you'd expect, really. <laughs> I'm hoping if and when we get to talk about this game again. Which honestly, we'll probably talk about on Infendo before we talk about it on like a separate podcast during our change the system segments. But I'm hoping that in a couple of weeks, I have a lot of stuff to talk about, and I could be like, "Oh, I did all this stuff, and there's all this cool stuff and that cool stuff." And like, I, I haven't even heard an inkling of Team Rainbow Rocket yet, so I don't know what that's all about. But that should be yeah. a thing at some point, right? And I kind of worry so, too. Like, um, like uh, I didn't like the game was leaked. Like, like um, the game was leaked, and like details about it were released like a week before the yeah. game came out. Yeah. And I chose to avoid all that I wanted to like, you know, come into this podcast and this game with like a lot of like mystif mystical wonder and stuff. Right. Granted, I'm not getting a lot of that wonder paying out right now because I'm an hour half into the game, two hours into the game, I haven't gotten anything new. And now there has Lucas, so I'm not really going to expect anything yeah. new to like near the end of the game. But like, I didn't want to find anything else. So like, I remember in Sun and Moon, there was, there was at least one or two places you couldn't go to that were on the map, like that golf course and that big giant resort. Mm -hmm. Like the one fucking elite four member was like a golfing goddess or whatever. Couldn't yeah. the only one of the only golfers in the game couldn't go to the golf course. Like yeah. I'm hoping things like that are like open to us, like give us a new adventure or something new to look at at least. 
Yeah. Whether or not whether or not Steve knows, he's giving me that look. Like brother wow. knows that's whether or not he knows anything about that stuff. No, no. About the Rainbow Rocket stuff, I don't know. But I will say this much: I have a strong suspicion of where that's going to be, which I'm not going to say. And if it is there, I'll, that's going to fucking suck. I'll tell you flat out: my prediction is that they're going to pull a um, what was that called? A Delta episode where they have like a post game oh, story, kind of like they did that. with. That's my prediction. I'm predicting you'll finish the game, and then it'll be like Pokemon Rainbow Rocket episode, and like, hey, Team Rocket is attacking all these places you've been to before. Here's like a five-hour adventure to I was, stop team, team Rocket. I was picturing something more like uh, what they did in Platinum when you went to the distorted dimension. The distorted dimension, yeah. Or whatever that was called. That's what I was thinking. So was you're gonna thinking it's just going to be like like you go into like a, a portal and there's like a little area and there's like right. alternate reality Team Rocket members or something? That's that's what I'm thinking. No, my prediction is that they're like reviving Team Rocket and that it's just going to be like a, a post-game kind of storyline. But, yeah. you know, I just I can't see them having any more evil teams in this game until you get to like post-game. Because we've right. got um, the, the main villains, the Team Skull, then right. we've got the Ether Foundation, which are like pseudo villains. Then we've got the new guys who show up, the the dudes in the suits. So like you know, now all of a sudden we've got like three evil. Well, and I don't even know if the dudes in the suits are necessarily evil, but like we've got like three different teams that are all right. doing things. And I'm like, I don't know if I could handle Team Rocket. And like I'm pretty sure the video ad that they came out with advertised like you can fight all the old leaders of all the evil teams. Like what's yeah. that about? Yeah. People so, were like, people were ha people were happy as hell to get like a three D uh, Getsis uh, design. Well, I wouldn't be too excited about that though because the battle tree wasn't exactly yeah, something to brag about. That could just be the battle tree, and if it is, then it's like, hey, they're in the battle tree, you know. That would that would suck. Yeah. What I'm hoping yeah. what I'm hoping for is um like that rotating like that rental battle thing I showed off. I'm hoping that's kind of like. That's an online kind of thing. Cause I would love to yeah. like do like that kind of like random Pokemon battles with you guys and I, stuff. I I may have some good news for you then. I don't know because I haven't unlocked it yet, but I'm pretty sure that's what's in the festival plaza, and you have to like reach a certain rank to unlock yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that, I was in there and I saw like the random like three little icons and stuff. So I'm thinking that might be it. If, if that is what it is, it's got to be online capable, right? That would I mean, be amazing. It's, it's in the festival plaza. So, like, why would they put it there and not in the main game if it was going to be like a single player thing? <laughs> Unless it's right. local only, which would be like the. I don't know. When Sun Moon came out, I even, like, I went back and I listened to our old podcast for, like, nostalgia's sake. And I was so hopeful that there was going to be a really good post game. And then I was so disappointed that there wasn't. This time, I'm not expecting anything. I don't think there's going to be a battle tower. I don't think there's going to be anything interesting to do when the game is over. I think it's just going to be a run-of-the-mill Pokemon game, and I'm hoping that I'm pleasantly surprised. Because right. I really want a reason to play this game beyond just the love of building a team. Like, now you're, that, now you're starting that, to sound like me. Like, that gets me, like, 300, 400 hours into a Pokemon game over its lifetime. Is just, right. I like, I like building teams. I have Steve now to fight, and Steve fights with me all the time with his teams, and we yeah. challenge each other, and that's amazing. But, like, God, I would love to, I'm finally old enough, and I'm interested enough in Pokemon to build a good team. I want a good single-player challenge where I actually feel like I'm, like, tested. Uh, all right, let, let's dial back, guys. Let's take a little uh, breather from the news and stuff, and uh, let's just take a break and uh, let's do another round of Who's That Pokemon? How's that sound? Who's that Pokemon? 
Uh, sounds right. good to me. I like it. Uh, Lucas, um, you're not in the lead, so you get to go first this time. Do you have your Pokemon ready? Even though I'm not in last? Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I have my Pokemon I'm right not here. Eugene. You don't get to go last with me. All right, so this is a Gen 7 Pokemon. That's your first Oh, hint. dear God. Yep. Uh, 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 that one you just talked about, the big giant totem one. Uh, do Alolan forms count as Gen 7? Uh, they do, but it's not. So. Okay. Hey, there's our first hint. It's not in Alolan form. It's not in Alolan form. Not really. Um, let's see. Well, what that, that drops 20 off the list. It is a fighting type Pokemon. That's one of its types. Marshadow? It's a dual type. Nope. Hmm. Marshadow is a fighting type? Yeah. Yeah, ghost fighting mining. something. He was one of the ones I was going to use on my ghost team. Oh, God. Fighting type. Uh, there yeah, were other, that, that, were uh, there other Lorant fighting types? Isn't Lorantis a fighting type? Lorantis? Um, I don't know, but it's not Lorantis. Uh, um, uh, this Pokemon actually has the highest base speed stat of all fighting type Pokemon ever. God, I feel like I should know this. I don't. The, f the fastest fighting type. Mm -hmm. uh, no cheating, guys. No pulling up Cerebi or anything. What color is it? Mostly white. Oh, it's that Ultra Beast thing. It's that paper Ultra Beast guy. Faramosa? No. Yes. <laughs> Wait. It's not the paper one. It's Pheromosa, the cockroach. Ah, oh, damn it. Holy shit. It is, <laughs> it is a bug and fighting type Pokemon. She's the fastest fighting type Pokemon in the game. She's also the Pokemon love of my life, and I wish yeah. there were hundreds of Yeah, you know how many times I've got my ass kicked by your Pheromosa? Yeah, yeah I absolutely too. do. It's a beautiful Pokemon. <laughs> I did retire her a while back. After I got my Sneasel or Weavile or whatever, I was like, <laughs> I can I can do without Pharamosa, but I don't know. I kind of want to have like an all Ultra Beast team at some point because I don't know. That this game just kind of seems like it's screaming for it, and I want adhesive. I, I don't know its real name. I only know its code, but I freaking love adhesive, and I want one in my team. So that's my goal. And if it's a Moon exclusive, so help me, Steven, you're getting it for me. <laughs> okay. So finish the damn game. Hi, hi, Captain. All right, so... Uh, Steve is at fucking three points. <laughs> and pretty much locks him in for the win, I think, but let's keep going. Um, so my turn. My Pokemon is... Oh, crap. What Pokemon? What generation was it? What Give number is it? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what generation is Ditto? No, I'm just kidding. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Gen 7. Uh, that's right, yeah. Fucking idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know the Pokemon I'm guessing. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a white Pokemon. Okay. Is this cast form? No. What generation did you say it was? He didn't. Looking, looking that oh, up okay. right now. Uh, 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 there. Is it Beartick? Or Cub Chew? Mm, no. Oh, it's a Gen 6. Okay. Ooh, I'm not good at Gen 6. Hmm. I'm going to need a type or something. Um, okay. It or is an a ability. Fairy type. White Gen is 6. Is it Flabebe? Mm, it is not Flabebe. 
or Flavibe's evolutions, Florgis or whatever. Nope. Hmm. Sylveon? Nope, Sylveon's pink. Hmm. And white. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Mostly white. Um, God, I've got nothing. Okay, give us another hint. Um, it's oh, shiny. is it Klefki? Nope. Its shiny form is uh, orange looking. Oh, uh, is it Slurpuff? Nope. Damn it, I'm giving all these great answers. Oh, <laughs> God. Spritzy? Spritzy's no. Pink. Is it an evolved or is it a basic? This one's a basic Pokemon. Does it evolve? Not, is it... Okay, what's the, what is Lucas's guess first? So it's not Slurpuff, whatever the unevolved form of that is, if there is one. like. No, it is not. Okay. This is bugging me. This does, is actually bothering it, me. Does it evolve, Mike? Yes, it does. Can How you many give us times? Like, does it evolve once or twice? Oh it evolves once. Can you give us like an ability or something? Uh, I might give it away, but yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll give you a. It has the ability of prankster and infiltrator. God, with one dude. other with one other hidden ability. I feel like I should know this. I really feel like I should know this. Is it a pure fairy type? No, it is a dual type. Okay. Um, what the hell is this? I'm enjoying this. Me. I'm enjoying uh, this. <laughs> uh, give us some more hints. Keep throwing stuff a, out there. I what guess. does it look it's like? A, it's a it's a it's a cloud. <laughs> it's a cloud. What? It's a cloud-shaped Pokemon. Let's see, is the chat participating in this? No. No. What the hell? Oh my god. What are you talking about? Oh my god. What is it? It's a is it's it, a it's a white is it Altaria or whatever it's called? No, oh. that, that's Gen 3. Okay, keep going, keep going. Um, so it's a, uh, <laughs> Throw them. So it, it's a white... You said it evolves, though, right? Can you it give us the second white. type? Can you give us the second type? It's a, second type is grass. Oh, cottony. There oh, you go. I was going to say... Wait, that was from Gen 6? Oh, my yeah. God. It evolves into Whimsicott. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm pretty nice. sure it was nice Gen one. 6. Or was that Gen 5? I don't know. I up? I, hang on, I'm checking. What number, what number is it? Wait. Oh, no, it is Gen 5. That's I why that. I couldn't get it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I got it, though. I got it. That's okay. Uh, Lucas got the point. You oh, dug deep on that. You were killing me. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Beautiful. So the score is me two, Steve three, and our host at a beautiful zero right now. I got okay, a nice Mike. old goose egg. All right. This is your chance. Charmander. No. Fancy. Nope. Totodile. No. Pichu Frog Electrode. Frog no. Okay, let's let him go. Eugene, it's also not Pikachu. I see you down there. Uh, I was expecting Pikachu. It's a Gen 2. And it's not uh, Pichu either, so don't even say it. Girafferig? Nope. White. Smeargle. No. Okay, no. how it is it? It is a normal type though. Unknown? Is normal, it he's psychic? psychic? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. Centric, threat. He does not evolve. No. An unevolving normal type from Gen 2. Shit, I... It's not Smeargle. Nope. I would have known this like two years his, ago. His abilities are Serene Grace, Run Away, and its hidden ability is Rattled. Oh my god. Like every normal is type it, has run away. <laughs> is it still is it still a normal type or did it become like a fairy or something later on? Um what I'm looking up right now is in the Gen 7 Pokedex and it is still normal. Okay. Um Is it pure normal? Pure normal, single type. Miltank? Mm. No. Nope. <laughs> Miltank doesn't run away, it rolls out. <laughs> <laughs> um I think we're gonna need another hint. It looks Kind of like a worm. What? Um, it has small wings on its back, and it almost looks on its... Dunsparce! Yep. There it we is go! Dunsparce. Wow. Would not he have gotten... That's a like mega the, type. He that's needs like a the, mega. That's like the Pokemon that I don't even think of as a Pokemon. It's the Pokemon that everybody forgets about. That's why I, I love Dunsparce. He's my dude. Him and Shuckle need mega forms. Yep. So Mike is finally on the board. All right. Steve is still leading with three, but I'm, I'm close behind it, too. I believe I can win this. I can come through if I win every other round. And then... There's no, only, there's gonna, only, Mike, I'm how are you going to win your own round? I'm, so, I'm just <laughs> curious. I'm going to limit you to five guesses. If you don't get it, then I win. No. Um, <laughs> we are back to Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, if you're listening live, you didn't miss anything moving here. If you listen to the edit, you probably didn't miss anything either because we didn't have an actual break. We had a game. Uh, so we have a few more things we want to hit up on because this is like an intro podcast. We're not going to get too deep into Pokemon Sun and Moon because we can't. But um, out of the two and a half, hour and a half, and nine and a half hours we've been playing, um... What has been your highlight of the game so far for you? Like, I know I go, most most I of the game, those? yeah, most of the game has been like the same as the last one. But like, what has stood out to you? Like, what's been like? Oh, this is the best. This is great. So for me, the thing that has stood out the most, this is the first time I've been able to play Pokemon and actually enjoy the game without stressing out that I'm missing something. Um, anybody that knows me, mean? anybody that knows me knows that thanks to the game of Pokemon. I am a goddamn completionist. I have to have complete sets of stuff. It is the reason I continue to buy those goddamn Build-A-Bear Pokemons. It is the reason I will continue to buy a set of games, no matter how bad the sequels are, because I have to have complete sets of stuff. Um, when X and Y came out, I made it a point to finally complete my National Living Pokedex in Pokemon Bank. And, and I love how I beat you with that. <laughs> you did. And I felt when, very proud of myself. When Sun and Moon came out, all I had to do was catch just a few more Pokemon to complete that National Pokedex again. Since I know exactly how many... Sorry, my phone is ringing. How many new Pokemon are in this game, because I did look at spoilers on this one. Um, I'm not stressed for the first time ever about missing a Pokemon because I know I've already got them. And it's nice to just be able to enjoy the mechanics of the game for a change. Um, I'm really getting a chance to just look at the world, see what's going on, explore. I can catch just a few Pokemon I want to use this time around, actually try some new stuff. Um, so for me, that's probably the biggest thing is just 
getting to actually play around with new teams. That's such a personal thing. Like it has nothing to do with the game. No. It's all about your own personal ability to yeah. And I'm not sure right. if that says well about the game or just says something about Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, that tells you how long I've been a Pokemon fan. <laughs> well, I can go next. I have like three things because I can't decide if you want to know. Yeah. Feeling better? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, okay, they're all really little, so I guess it won't take up too much time. Um, I like that the game is a lot brighter than the old one. That's cool. Um, I like that there's a bunch of new outfits and stuff to wear. I think they did a good job like adding new clothes. It's, it's minor, but hey, it's something. You want to customize your character. And I also kind of dig that uh, there's actual little Pokemon like running around in the world. Like, I was in the second island, and I'm walking around, and I see a little Fomantis, like, running on a hill behind me. I'm like, that's cool. I, I don't remember that from the old game. And I, I like, do remember that um, you could hear, like, the random cries of Pokemon randomly. Like, as you went through, like, fields and stuff, you could hear, like, Pokemon that you can find, like, making noises and stuff. But in terms of actual physical Pokemon, I don't think that was too often. Yeah, all. I don't really ever remember seeing that. And, I mean, there's a bunch of Pokemon that you can interact with, too. Like, they're little things. You can just, like, play with them and stuff and spin around. But, like, there's a rock rough at the very beginning of the yeah. game. And there's there's more Pokemon, like, as you go through that you can do that with. That's cool. It, it adds a little bit of immersiveness to it. It makes it feel more like you're, like, actually in the world, which is fun. That's awesome. Is that all you, like, is that your, 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 your standout moment there, Lucas? That's all three. <laughs> nice. Well, aside from mostly, like, the thing that really stood out to me so far was the, uh, the Jigglypuff format that made me happy on the personal note. Anyway, so what's been, other, other than that, it's been like really exciting for me so far in the three hours I've been playing. Like, I think aside from that, it might be more on lines of like what Steve is like, more on like a um, like a out, a external effect of like this game can be something different for me again. Like maybe if I can take this game the way that I want it to uh, like play it differently and just have fun with it and not worry about the story. I know what the story is unless it's radically different from Sun and Moon, which I highly doubt. Because I don't gotta like try to figure out what's going on. I can take it at my own leisure. I can just, you know, catch Pokemon, train it the way I want to, do certain things a certain way. You know, mm -hmm. just just chill with it. And like it might not be the game I play all the time because let's be honest here, the Switch has a lot of good games coming out, maybe better games. Oh, I love how fucking huge the switch was in in your trainer's house. Like it's like the entire size of the little table it's next to. I was like, I was like, damn. I picked up my 3ds last night, and I'm like, oh my god, this thing is tiny. Because it's I the first it up, time I've played it since I played the switch. I picked it up this morning, and I'm like, god, this thing is dusty. <laughs> See, it's so, funny because. I, I was actually going to say the same thing in reverse. I'm enjoying playing my game on a system that actually has a battery. My yeah. Switch dies in like three hours, but the system actually lasts like a full day for me. I mean, that was cool too. I'm enjoying that. And like, uh, Lucas is getting a better 3DS than I have. His battery lasts longer, so he can play longer. Um, that's okay. Uh, but like, this might be like my, if I don't have to study anymore, it might be my play while I poop game. You know, might be, might be one of those games for me. It might be a nice adventure. That's going to take a lot of poops. Yep. So our final, our final topic we want to talk, we want to, I wanted us all to think about. If you had to recommend Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon to a person, 
would you like? And and what ground what grounds would you recommend it to them on? And do you think this game will in when it's all said and done at the end of the day? Do you really think Ultra Sun Ultra Moon warranted a new forty dollar game purchase, or should it have been like a twenty dollar like DLC for Sun and Moon? What do you guys think? Well, Steve, you kind of already started, so you want to go first for this one. Um, I would completely recommend this game, whether you've played recently, whether you haven't played since Gen Two. This is definitely the game that you want to get. Um, I think it's just fine for a forty dollar purchase. Um, it's to me, it's just like crystal or yellow or like we were talking about earlier. It's kind of the new version that has all the bells and whistles. Remember, uh, everybody, take that, take out the grain of salt. Uh, this is worth a forty dollars purchase. This guy buys every fucking build a bear like twice. <laughs> but it, so yeah, clearly, that, he that has no entirely right. <laughs> he has no quarrel spending full money and extra on Pokemon. So. No, and I have no problem spending that kind of money on developers I want to support either because I have the expendable income. So, um, Meanwhile, yeah. in, in the real world, um, I, I would feel really burned if I hadn't bought this with a gift card. Like, I, I was planning on getting this game anyway for the express reason of doing this podcast and also to say, <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, I, I, I will recommend it to anybody like Phantom out there or anybody similar who maybe says, hey, I played Pokemon a while ago, but I kind of dropped off when I, like, graduated high school or, you know, I dropped off a few years ago and I really haven't been able to play since. It's a good way to pick it up and get back into it. It introduces all the new mechanics. It's very hand-holdy. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be confused or, you know, have a rough time with any of that. But, yeah, if you don't really want to play Pokemon Sun and Moon again and you're looking for something entirely different, this isn't necessarily the game for you. Like, I'm enjoying it, but that's because I really like Pokemon and I don't mind kind of doing things over and hoping there's stuff at the end. This is more for people, I think, who missed out on Sun and Moon, which I don't think there were that many of us, actually. No, Because Sun and Moon Sun kind of sold like hotcakes. Yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon sold over like 10, 12, 14 million copies, I think, in the yeah. last year. Yeah. I will say it's probably like the definitive version of this game, and Gen 7 was a really good generation. And if you want to like start playing online with friends and stuff, this is kind of the game you got to get because short of this, you know, you're not really going to be able to do any of that. So if you don't already have it, go for it. If you really liked Sun and Moon, you want some extra stuff and you can afford it, go for it. But I might have preferred just a $20 DLC add-on as opposed to a full new game. That being said, I, I, I wouldn't regret my purchase necessarily. I just, where I am personally, I don't think I would have wanted to blow all of my money on it, you know? Yeah, and I, I, I kind of agree with both of you, more Lucas in this one, but, like, I am not in a place where I could can afford this game. I'm kind of going to be paying this one back for a while. But, uh, but, like, I was saying before the show with Lucas, we are in a day and age where... Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Crystal like shouldn't need to exist. Like we are in a day and age where you can literally go on your 3DS even and download DLC for a game. And Pokemon Sun and Moon are a kind of game where you can get DLC for that kind of game. Like I, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to. And like I said before, unless this game's story is so radically different, which I don't think it is. I mean, alternate timeline stuff maybe something cool, but like. I don't think this is like a $40 game. This might be more like a $20 DLC and stuff. And I would pay 20 bucks for this game. Like I would pay, hell, I, I would pay $20 gift card and $20 cash for this game. But like, if you 
don't if, if you love Pokemon but you have Sun and Moon and you're still having fun with that and like you have friends who are still having fun with that game too, you can wait until like this price drops or like you can find it for cheaper than forty dollars. I think that might be better for you. But um, this game is it's worth playing. It, it is worth playing because it is the definitive version. We hope um, there's gonna be more quality stuff in it. We hope there's someone out there. I'm sure listening to this podcast going, "Oh, there is, guys. Come on, read the notes, read read the leaks." Or there's some guy going, "Oh, no, guy, there's not. This is the same game. Come on, don't waste your money on it." But Th- those guys sound very similar, and we don't know those guys because we're staying mostly spoiler free, except for me. Yeah, but. And like I, I feel like you know Steve is right. Like um, this is a game that you should pick up if you haven't been in Pokemon for a while. Like this is like the one to pick up. Kind of like how Monster Hunter Generations and Double Cross for me are the Monster Hunter game to pick up well, for like a new a new player. And I know at least one part of the end of the game, which I'm not gonna say. It's gonna make it worth it to pick up this versus the other version of Sun and Moon, just because of some of the Pokemon you're gonna be able to catch later on. Well. It's also worth worth saying, though, that your opinion of what makes a game worth it and not worth it is vastly different. Right. Um, Because, like, you might be really psyched. We all all, all know that there's going to be legendaries at the end of this. And and, and I was was telling Skyfair, like, we're not going to, like, that. they put that out there in trailers, so we can talk about that. That's kind of fair. But, um... But like, like that. And I don't know if you're talking about something else. You've heard no. That's that's precisely what I was talking about. Was at, all the legendaries are coming back, not mythical, just, just legendary. So someone yeah, like but, well, that was an Oris too, though. So like, we don't need that. Here's yeah. here's the thing, guys. Just someone like you, Steve. That's a really good thing because you like collecting them all. And you know, maybe you didn't get Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and this is your chance to get all the legendaries, and that's cool. Right. To someone like me, I really don't care about getting, like the right. legendaries is just a tag on. Like I'm interested in like the Team Rocket stuff. I'm interested in like the new storyline. I'm interested in maybe getting some new abilities or you know new Z moves and stuff like that. Stuff that'll change how I play the game once I've played the game. But like the legendaries, like th- those have kind of become a dime a dozen for me. To a to a hardcore collector who's really looking to like get every Pokemon, that's a good reason to get this game. But I yeah. think to to people like maybe like I, I sorry we keep using you Phantom, but like to people like Phantom <laughs> who may, may be like just like I don't know what the hell a Ho-Oh is. I just want to play the game. Right. Like that's that's going to be a completely different experience, you know. And a Ho-Oh maybe, is a little Debbie snack. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it is. And maybe he'll um <laughs> maybe he'll enjoy that stuff. But I I think. The, the long and short of it is, this is a good game for you to pick up unless you don't want to replay Sun and Moon. Like, if, if you've been wanting to replay it and you never bought Moon and you don't want to delete your file in Sun and you want some new stuff, like, that's a good, it's a good option, you know? But short of that, there's probably going to be some reasons not to get it, I guess. Right. If, if you're a new player, get it. If you're an old player and you really want to replay it, get it. But don't get it if you're just looking for a brand new experience. Yeah, right. And, like, and so far, that's not the case. Yeah, and Attack on the Legendary thing, like I forget what the time, what the current number is, but there's at least five or ten percent of the Pokemon out there are legendaries right. between in that range, and like that is very like literally a diamond dozen. Like that's it's why, like it can, it they kind of lost their uh, their luster, but that's not my point. My point is like, uh. Yeah, if you haven't played Aorus, like, you know, you don't have all those Pokemon, but, like, if you played Pokemon enough, like, you have, like, maybe one game every other generation, you have, like, 95 or 100% of the legendaries already. 
And Pokemon Bank is a wonderful thing. You can pay five dollars a year for and get them all right there already. And you might not even need to play this game for the legendary Pokemon. And what bothers me about that too, like I what kind of briefly mentioned it on the actual Nintendo Radio podcast, is if like if you're a kind of person who ends up picking like the same archetype game every time, like I usually pick gold, ruby, like uh, sun. Like it happens to be how I play. Like it's not like any kind of like methodical reasoning. It's like okay, I want this Pokemon on a cover. Right. Um, the legendary the legendaries I get are always the same. I have like twenty Ho-O, twenty Groudon, twenty Audios, twenty Rayquazas, like twenty Groudons, and like we were kind of saying like it'd be nice if they could let us pick what we want. Yeah. And like not and like and Sun and Moon are no different. We're still getting like okay, Sun gets Ho-O, Moon gets Lugia. Um, like. Uh, let's not segregate the Pokemon anymore. Like, it, it, it's like let's just have a like a Unis like a, a Unic legendary bathroom here, and like let's just make that a a thing. Well, and see, that's kind of the point of this section of the show is it's to give you a bunch of different reasons of what may or may not work for you. Like, I'm oh, not exactly. I'm not saying the only reason to get this game is because of legendary. But it's another perk when it's this one versus the regular Sun. Yeah, if yeah. if you're into that stuff, like I don't collect right. at all. I don't care to ever fill up the Pokedex. I don't. Right. I don't even catch all the Pokemon. I play very Ash. I catch what I need, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, and I've, and I've completed the Living Dex twice already. So maybe maybe this time I won't collect everything. Maybe I'll just catch what I want. Well, see, yeah. that's how that's how I play. I just I don't care about filling it up. Like so. And that's like, how yeah, I play this time. When I see, yeah, when I see the option of getting legendary Pokemon, what that tells me is I'm going to be able to get some good trades because people will do pretty much anything for legendary Pokemon. Like I can get good ability Pokemon for legendary Pokemon. That's not a problem. Right. But it's it doesn't really excite me. The Ultra Beasts excite me. The idea of seeing something new excites me. But that's kind of it. Like you know, short of that, I'm not really expecting too much from it in terms of like Pokemon that I can catch. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I'm, I'm definitely not following that. Oh, I'll catch whatever I want this time. I'm, I've already caught everything. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, I'm gonna try something different this time around and see how that goes. Like overall, I think the general consensus is if you can afford it and you haven't played a game in a while and you want a new experience, not that one. But like, like if you want to play more Pokemon, then yeah, pick the game up. Yeah. Uh, but like. If any other game, you know, there's ebbs and flows. See how you feel about it. I'll maybe wait a little while. If you don't want to get it right away, don't get it right away. But it's Pokemon. You know what you're getting into. It's Pokemon. And you either like it or you won't. Yeah, it's and kind of like it. it's kind of buyer beware. You know, know what you like, know what you don't. You had a chance to play Sun and Moon. If Sun and Moon looked awful to you and you never bought it because of that. Then this game's probably going to be just as bad. But yeah. like, if you if you regret that you never tried Sun and Moon and you feel like it's outdated now, here's your chance to buy a game that's not. You know. You know what I would like? I would like I would like another companion game, like um X and not X and Y, but like Heart um, and Soul Silver. Oh yeah, they had the Pokey Walker and um Black and White. God bless their hearts. Um, they had the um I think it was Black and White. Maybe that's it a- wasn't, but but they had the Pokemon Dream Radar app on the 3ds. Yeah. Oh. And that was as pointless and dumb as I was. It was kind of fun. Like, get free Porygons and, like, those, like, crazy legendary well, forms and everything. And, and that was one of the first ways you could get Pokemon with hidden abilities, too. Yeah. So, like, that was cool. Like, um, 
maybe not give us a fucking companion app, like, like another dream radar, but like, you know, give us something, something cool. Like, I don't that, know, maybe that would have been maybe, cool to do with the maybe maybe a, maybe a Pokemon Snap where you can actually catch the Pokemon you take pictures of or something. I don't know. We something have cool. we have very different opinions of how Pokemon games should go. <laughs> like, I have never enjoyed any of like the companion software. Well, to each my, own. my whole thing with Pokemon is I want a nice little self-contained game that gives me a lot of reasons to keep coming back when the game is over. Like which is why I, I liked. All the games, no, not like that. Like a Battle <laughs> Frontier or a Battle Plateau or something like what they did in Platinum or what they did in Emerald. Those games were like the peak for me, and I never played either of them. So, like, I'd, I'd like a chance to actually experience that for the first time without having to play it, like, 12 years later on an emulator, you know? Yeah. I've just, well, I don't know why they've never thought to do that again. I, I can see demand for it online. People seem to want it. I understand that it's a lot quicker and easier to just do a battle tree, but we've had it in like three games now, possibly four if this one turns out to be the same way. That's a lot of the same exact formula that people don't really like. Yeah. Well, here's the hoping that the uh, the Switch version of Pokemon will be cool, right? The, the, Switch, the Switch will get a uh, nice Pokemon side game like Coliseum or Stadium or Snap, whatever. We'll see how it goes. But um, let's Dial, let's bring it on home, boys. Let's uh, let's wrap up our recommendations and stuff. Let's kind of end the news here. Not the news, but let's end our Pokemon podcast of sorts with uh, one final round of... Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> How about you go first this time, Mike, since we've each taken a turn? All right. Um, hmm. My Pokemon is for sure a Gen 3 Pokemon this time. I know for a fact. Okay. okay. It is a fire type. Chimchar? Torkoal? That's, that's Gen 4. Wait, what'd you say? Oh, Steve? wow. Torkoal? Right. God fucking damn it. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> my next guess was it was going to be like. Well, my next guess would have gave it away. But I was going to say, like, oh, like Donatello, Leonardo. <laughs> oh, a fire turtle. It's Torkoal. <laughs> All right, well, oh. Steve has officially won. Uh, we're still going to content. We're still going to continue this. Up. We don't know what the hell we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Steve, why don't you take the next one since there's there's really no suspense at this point. You clearly are the Pokemon master here. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, he, he, he's such a master. He thought fucking Chimchar was Gen 3, and he thought... Uh, Something else was Gen whatever. Oh my god, I'm never I gonna. Was, I was. I'm never gonna live this down. It's gonna be like Donkey Kong Land two all over again. It was Donkey Kong Land three. I was Chimchar. <laughs> it happened like five seconds ago. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so my Pokemon is from the Unova region, which is, I guess, Gen five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a bird. Is it Braviary or the Vulture one? Yeah, it's Mandibuzz. <laughs> it's like it's there a bird are, from are, gen 5 is it one of the two birds from gen 5 <laughs> uh, there are there are 802 plus pokemon and we're getting them down like in the first two all right well let's see if you guys can uh can get this one from me mike Here's... do you want me to set this one out <laughs> You know what? This 
Yeah, give me a couple guesses on my own here, then you can. Hop okay. In. Okay. <laughs> this I'll, I'll is, give you like a three guess head start. This is a Generation Six Pokemon. Okay. Have fun with um, this. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be vague in the beginning here. Okay. It um, its first ability is Cute Charm. Let's see. Cute Charm from Gen Six. That could be a lot of things. Um, I know she does the answer already. Does he? He can't guess yet. I haven't guessed my three guesses. <laughs> I've I've given Mike a three guess at start. This is a weird, weird um, hint here, but it is the only cross-generational evolutionary relative introduced in Gen 6. Oh! I think oh, I it's Sylveon. It is Sylveon. Good job. Do we know it's <laughs> Round three was the easiest round out of all of them. We really, uh, nerds. We, we really took it easy on it on the last one. Well, my, I that was originally going to do Mew, but I decided to do something else at the last minute. It's a cat. I was going to do um, a Steel type, but then I saw that legendary Pokemon's name, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I should have done Buzzhole. That's a fun one. Buzzhole. I love Buzzhole. <laughs> all right well that uh, but, uh that pretty much wraps it right yeah, yeah that pretty much wraps up our uh, thing um one last further on my question um if you could be on any um bad pokemon team or antagonist team what team would you be on we'll go in order so steve lucas me really you're starting with me yeah because fuck you um <laughs> Just because of my ties to the original three games, I have to go with Team Rocket. But the Team Rocket that was in Pokemon Yellow is my Team Rocket. That, so you want to be with Jesse and James then, pretty much? Yeah, I want to be with Jesse and James and Meowth and Coughing and Wobbuffet, even though he wasn't around then. Nice. Hmm. Lucas, what team are you on? I'm having some serious moments of thought here. Um... I'm hoping it's debating between some of the teams that I'm thinking you're debating between. <laughs> okay, well, I like Team Skull because they're not really bad guys. They're just rough around the edges. Um, I couldn't do Team Rocket. They're like straight-up mafia. Um, honestly... Lucas, you're Italian. Yeah, I'm trying to stay out of that side of my life. <laughs> um, oh, God. I like, I like N, but Team Plasma is a bunch of jerks. Um, and then Magma and Aqua are cool. I'm thinking... Just go Team Flare. <laughs> uh, oh, Team Flare. Oh, God, I didn't even think of them. But they all, like, die at the end. Now, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go... But, but they're flamboyant. No, I'm going Team Magma. Ooh, you want that whole uh, drain, the, drain the swamp, drain the water. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've always liked Team Magma. They're very cool. They're very professional. They know what they're doing. They're a cool team. Team yeah, they Magma. are. I like, I, I like them. But, uh... I am going to go with uh, Team Skull because uh, Riven, Ryman and Jiven and carrying on trying to act all cool. I was always more Team Bulk myself. Oh my fucking God.
hey guys, um, we just had a podcast for Pokemon. It was a special episode, and I'm glad we all did it. It brought back some good nostalgia from mm-hmm. uh, websites gone by who are no longer with us. This pod, and, this, um, this podcast we did tonight is the was the first podcast I ever did. So this was a really cool night for me to get to do it again. Hey, Steve, congratulations! It's been a year and a day since you first did a podcast, and it's been a year and a day Wait, really? since I met you guys. Yeah, yeah. the pretty first sure show I ever podcast. did was this last year. Pretty sure we did our last podcast on the 16th because I'm pretty sure the mm-hmm. game came out on the 15th last year. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, I've known you guys for a year. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! <laughs> wow, this got really sentimental all of a sudden. But uh, Steve, while I'm looking this up, where can we find you on the internet when we're not talking about Pokemon? Um, you can find me always talking about Pokemon at Gentus One on Twitter. Awesome. Lucas, where can we find you? Oh, it was uh, November twentieth, not sixteenth, so almost a year. Okay. Oh. All right, Steve, you got a few more days. We can celebrate it on our next Infendo. There we go. Um, yeah, but uh, you can find me on Twitter, Mike underscore D A underscore Parrot. <laughs> I was going to say D Poet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mike Da Parrot with underscores between all the words. And my other account is LucasPeace underscore. So, yeah, find me. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Mike underscore the underscore Poet. Um, you can find us all on Infendo.com and on the Infendo Twitter. You can find Infendo's Twitter at, at Infendo. Um, for everyone not here, you know, there are people on the podcast besides us. Follow us, uh, Eugene at Infendo Eugene. Follow Justin at Infendo Justin. If anyone wants to do that. This has been our third Pokemon podcast. Hopefully we'll get a four. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Nintendo and let us know if you want another one like another month or two ahead of time. And, and don't if we can make an after pod or, or after Pokemon show, you know, like talk about it. But you're more than likely to hear all of our uh, all of our talk about it on the main show anyway. So going up to you guys, the fans who listen to us and donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash radio. I feel like Eugene would have shot me if I didn't plug that. But, I was uh, trying to break in. <laughs> and if you're listening to us before in the month of November is up, please donate to our Patreon to win a Super Nintendo Classic Edition. You might not win, but you got pretty good fucking odds, to be honest with you. It's 1 in 15 right now, which is you know, pretty you, good odds. You're going to have more than a 5% chance of winning this, and that's pretty good in the long run. But, uh... <laughs> um, hey, we're going to head out and play some Pokemon and Splatoon, and I might play either one of those. But you can definitely hit up these two guys on Twitter and on YouTube chat, and on GroupMe and uh, the, the Nintendo Discord. Which we also have. So yeah, for all of us here on Nintendo, um, thank you all for listening, and I hope you guys have a well evening and a great weekend, and hope to see you back here again on Wednesday. Have a good night, guys. You too, buddy. I'm wearing a new move. What am I gonna get rid of? Wow. Steve, did you go on Nintendo Fever today?
Like, I haven't had time. But, but before we go live, I want you to go on NintendoTutor.com real quick. Just go. Oh, my God. Let's get another tab going because I've already got like 15. Well, that's let's, your fucking problem, not mine. Let's see. Ooh, Roto Prize money. Pros and cons of PPO and HMO medical care plans. Click the link and read it out loud. What, the read Read it out loud. Since his adolescent decades, he has been making money for a musician in an extremely successful livelihood. What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> that makes no sense. It gets better. Scroll down to the part about whipped cream. Whipped cream? What? That's one of the subtitles for one of the parts what? of the article. It says something about, like, whipped cream is considered oh, best go. when bought in store. Here we go. Best with homemade whipped cream of store-bought whipped topping. There you go. That's Com some life advice. I'm, I'm going to read this. Commonly, comma, you'll argue strongly for the vital cause in this sort of article. Each paragraph, you may get a subject word that is among the reasons to think the thesis. Still, they'll discover that after the section is truly nicely written, it is not challenging to identify the items. It is an entire assertion which is definitely eye-catching, but nevertheless communicates the complete topic of the essay. Gentlemen, Can somebody translate that for me because I'm not all drunk enough to moment, be reading this. Let us all take a moment to mourn the passing of Nintendo Fever. They a had moment, good times. A, a moment of silence for our fallen comrade. So, uh, if you know, if you if you saw the show notes, you'd be laughing at the first. Uh, yeah, because you want to take your pants off. That wasn't even my thing. <laughs> You're an idiot, Steve. Like that too. It makes things a lot easier. Uh, Steve, where'd your? Oh, okay. So, Steve has been um, afflicted with some. God, I can't think of a Pokemon type affiliation or a status effect here. But uh, paralysis. Yeah, let's well, go with that. <laughs> well, luckily we're still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Steve has been well, hit I by will... the uh, heartburn attack. <laughs> We kind of retalked about it because uh, Steve got a little antsy in the pants. I like but, to uh, jump the gun. What can I say? Combining <laughs> those two insults, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> but uh, God, Holly is never going to come join us again. But Okay, back to Pokemon. Oh, okay, shit. so let me get a drink of water real quick from my various water bottles, and we'll hit it up at the, our final couple of news posts here. Okay. Mm. How's everybody doing? We're all news? good. Yeah. News posts. Whatever. You're feeling news very. Topics. You're feeling very infendo, aren't you? You miss them. Hey, man, I've got it all quite up right now. All right. <coughs> I've got your mom quite up. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> uh. Oh man. Well. Done. Oh, we didn't. We... That's that's what she said. Uh, God, shut up, Steve. <laughs> uh, I just want to—I just want to point out that I was sitting here. I'm like, man, I wish I could have my 3DS closer to my camera, so I don't look here. I'm fucking looking at my dick the entire time I'm doing this podcast. And I'm like, oh, I could use this uh, Kid Icarus stand, but I'm like, that's not for my 3DS. And I'm like, oh, hey, dumbass, it's made for the 3DS. <laughs> it's been—it's—it's it's been a day, man. It's been a fucking day. <laughs> Yeah, and then Lucas can go and I'll go because you guys had like a opinions already. <laughs> Steve? We can't hear Steve. 
Oh, okay. uh, he's he's mouthing. Um, he's saying that he thinks this game is great and he wants to spend a thousand dollars on it because he's a man of money. And here's his credit card number. It is four two three four. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and I'll just go first and Steve can okay, solve this. That works. Okay, Steve, you're back. Just go. Yeah. yeah Spoke them on. Oh, jeez. If I didn't think we'd get like hit some copyright strike, I'd play the Vulcan Skull theme right now. But You competitive in-post. Or maybe Lucas can do that for us, or Justin. I like how we're all assuming that I'm going to be editing this. So it'll probably be Justin. Probably. Right. But, hey, uh, hey, he knows his Power Rangers. He's probably got it on his iPhone. Oh, my God, I bet. <laughs> oh, crap, I forgot. This is a Mac, not a laptop. <laughs> control C doesn't work. A Mac, work. not a laptop. Control C, Control V doesn't work. There it goes. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow my girlfriend and don't follow her, I'll fucking kill you. She has no. Oh, she has a couple followers, but That's one. One follower. This podcast has been taken down by Nintendo of America.